everyone, and welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney Travel News. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellabratic. And I'm Amelia Bellabratic. And today, new After Hours events are coming. Disney Skyliner is closing for maintenance and Adventureland Treehouse opens. Yeah, Disneyland's Adventureland Treehouse opening again soon. But before we get to that... You know, there's been a lot of sprinklings of news in the last couple of weeks. It's a newsy time of year. Today they announced a Run Disney Halloween at Disneyland next year. So that'll be fun if you're into Run Disney. But let's talk about Disney After Hours events. They are returning to Walt Disney World in January 2024. But are they worth it? So if you have a trip planned and you're wondering and you've never done one, We are going to give you our view on whether or not it's worth it for you. So first of all, let's talk about when they're happening, where they're happening, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Well, I think it's mostly important to talk about what they are, and then we can get into that. So these are separately ticketed events that give you three extra hours. So typically they're from 10 to 1 or from 9.30 to 12.30. Yeah, they're sort of from when the park closes, three more hours. Yeah. Usually past midnight. And then these will give you free treats such as popcorn, Mickey ice cream bars, sandwiches, select drinks that aren't alcoholic. Obviously, they're not giving those away as specific locations throughout the park. Yeah. So and this is sort of going to get to our is it worth it routine (laughs) routine that we have because we've listen, we've done these, but we have another option, too. So they position this as what? They try to claim that, you know, there's going to be some shorter wait times and character experiences and that there's going to be, you know, all all of this, all of this extra stuff. When in reality, the themeless ones are rather lacking, I find. They don't really offer as much as they claim yeah, to. Yeah, so let's now talk about, before we get into the big overview of our commentary to help you decide whether it's worth it for you. So first of all, they're happening in three parks only. There is no Animal Kingdom. So Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom, and Epcot will all have events in 2024. They have dates. Check our blog post for everything. We don't have to ramble every single date off. Most of them are at Magic Kingdom and the other ones have slightly less. And they all start in January and they go roughly to April right now. They're not every night. They're sort of like once a week or once every two weeks. They have different times, but they basically run from $155 all the way up to $175, depending on when it is. And if you are a DVC member or an annual pass holder, you get a pretty good discount, like 30 bucks or something like that per ticket. So that can add up for a family. Now, Why would you do one of these, right? So as Amelia just said, they promise lower wait times and all this sort of stuff. But, oh, and I want to talk about one more thing before we actually get into this commentary. There's a special thing to note if you're at the Magic Kingdom one. They actually have a standby line planned for Tron during these events, which means no virtual queue, which I personally think could be a time saver because it was during Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And for an event that's only three hours, this is pretty significant, I would say. Yeah, so just let us let that sink in. So we went to the Halloween party. There was a virtual queue for Tron, right? So the party's only, it's similar, it's a little bit longer, but similar thing. So three hours, you don't want to be standing around in line for two hours for a ride. 
Right. We just said they promise shorter wait times. So this is not the reality. So the good thing about the virtual queue, and we got one, is we just went there for the virtual queue, and it ended up, I don't know, 35 minutes maybe total. It was pretty good. Worked well. I don't know why they're dumping that for these. So if you're going to the Magic Kingdom party and you think you're going to get a shorter wait time for Tron and it's a standby line only, I doubt it. So I don't want to get into a party I've paid $150 for or more and then I got to go stand in line for almost the entire party, right? Yeah. So if you do go to it, I wouldn't waste the time <laughs> going yeah. to Tron. Well, Magic Kingdom is just keeps hitting us with the good stuff for these parties. They also have a special offer about enchantment. So they're actually bringing back enchantment for these after hours events in addition to Happily Ever After, which will already have been performed that same night. Yeah, so you're going to get a double shot of... Maybe Nighttime I will go to spectacular. these. <laughs> Why, you like enchantment? Well. I'm not a fan of it. But anyway, I mean, it, that one's nice, right? That is an actual bonus. So, and then the tickets go on sale. If you have a reservation booked at a Walt Disney World Resort hotel, including Swan and Dolphin, even though they're not Disney hotels, or Shades of Green, you can start buying your tickets starting November 7th. So if you have a room booked for a date that there's one of these events, you can book it. Before everybody else, by one week, tickets go on sale November 14th. Now, let's talk about is it worth it and why it might not be worth it. So as we said... Well, it depends. So first of all, let's just be clear. The wait times are not walk-on. That's what we're getting at. We typically, for popular rides, have experienced half-hour minimum. Oh, right? yeah. So just bear that in mind if you've never been to one of these. It's not like you're walking on every ride. But here is what I propose. If you are staying at a deluxe resort and during your week, there is one of these parties, but there is also late extra magic hours. Go to that one, please. Save the money. There Save is no yourself There's and your no time. There is no comparison. So we've done both, as we've said many times. And, you know, those are free. So check your calendars and you literally can, with maybe five minute wait, walk on every single ride in the park, especially in the last hour or so of that thing, which is not the case. And because you've saved 160 to 50 or $75 yeah. per person. Go buy yourself a Dooney and Bork bag. You can have an entire meal. Yeah. Forget the freebies. So that is our uh, one thing. Is it worth it? It's not really worth it on the straight up money, but a lot of things aren't. It is worth it if you want to do something cool and fun after hours, as long as you understand it's not like the park is going to be empty. Yeah. I think just even budget like 50 or even $100 for just the free after hours event and go buy a bunch of yeah, fun food of there. Fun. It's much better than getting the free food and then having absolutely no advantages for the rest of the night, in so my that, opinion. Yeah, that would be our main recommendation. Do you agree? I agree. Yeah, so check your calendar for when your trip is booked. I think it's Deluxe Resort only that get the late night after hours. If you have one of those, I would highly recommend saving the money. Don't book the party that week. Mm. Go to the free late night after hours instead. I mean, we literally walked on Peter Pan's flight, which if you know anything about Magic Kingdom rides, you know is not typically a walk-on. Yeah, we walked on that. We had less than five minutes for mine train, so... These are top wait times. Tron was not open at our last one, but even still, you're going to have to wait in line for Tron. And I, the, the bottom line is there are less people in the park on the deluxe late night after hours events that are free. 
It's just a bonus. So check your calendar for that because those trump these, no question. Yeah. Or depending on how short your trip is, if it's only a couple of days, save this extra money and stay at a deluxe resort instead. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> so that's our thought on these. You know, they're coming back. I, I you know, I love when they do special they're events of all fun. kinds. Yeah, it's great. But there's better options. It's just, is it worth it? Probably not if you're counting on super short wait times. Not even the money. Just like if you want to get on the most amount of rides, don't yeah, do this. Don't count on this to do that. All right, over in Disneyland, as we said, they've redone the treehouse and it's now Swiss Family Robinson. That's cool. Opens November 10th. I believe they are coming out with a new series <laughs> about mm. Swiss Family. And Amelia doesn't know that. I know it from growing up. It's a, it's a pretty fun story. So I like that they redid the treehouse. Now, if you have a trip in January and you're staying at a Skyliner resort, you might want to take note. The Skyliner will be closing for maintenance from January 16th to 21st for the line between Pop Century and Art of Animation and Caribbean Beach Resort. And then the line between Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort and Hollywood Studios will be closed. And then from January 16th to 27th, the line between Caribbean Beach Resort, Riviera, and International Gateway to Epcot. Note that that will also be closed. Yeah. So January trippers... You're going to be on the bus if you were counting on the Skyliner. So all those resorts will still have transportation, of course. They just will not have It'll the Skyliner. It'll be like the old days before the ugly eyesore that is the, the Skyliner. The old days? That was four years I ago. Know. Yeah, true. I know there's fans of the Skyliner. I am not one of them. I think it ruins the sight lines. But anyway. I like it. I think it's a fun time. Ugh, I hate it. And then finally... We don't talk about rumors a lot, but this is not quite a rumor because it was officially discussed by a Disney rep at a special travel agent presentation recently. There is talk that at some point in 2024, there are no details yet, but advanced reserved lightning lanes will be coming back. Hey, like we used to do with Fast please, Pass Plus. Please, please. Like, I don't mind paid Fast Passes. I just, all of this day of nonsense, please no. So basically, that's exactly what it is. It's going to be like FastPass used to be, but paid. Now well, we took the long way, but we got there. Yeah, but we don't know any details. So are they going to mess up annual pass holders like us Probably. and say it's only for people? with Probably. Or are they going to say it's only for people who have an on-site resort reservation? Which is what I wish they would do with, it, with our annual pass park pass stuff. So the actual details like that are not there. Who well, is going when are to they get ever? It? Is it going? Yeah, is it going to be for everybody? Who knows? Maybe I don't know. Maybe they'll announce a good thing about park passes not required for annual pass holders who also have a hotel. I don't Fingers know. Cross. But all in all, again, at least it's a good move. So they took a long way to get here, but as you said, but they're coming back. So lots of little drips and drabs of news coming out, as seems to be the way with Disney these days. They're sort of pivoting on the fly. But they're pivoting in the right direction generally, even though I'm not getting everything I wanted as an annual pass holder. And I know there's a lot of people in the same boat out there. So there you have it. That's the news for this week. We hope you found it helpful, especially for Disney After Hours if you have not gone. We hope you will join us again next week. As always, follow along on social media at 1923 Main Street and have a magical day. Bye-bye. <laughs>